0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six and seven figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartzett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call in number is 347 838 92784. Listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett.
2: Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters sponsored by the Big Thinkers Academy where we provide professional solutions for maximizing human potential. You can visit us at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six and seven figure earning women and our purpose is twofold. First, you know we love to provide inspiration to encourage you and also to provide rich content that you can apply right now to your life, to your business and excel just by some great nuggets that you receive from the show and Secondly, we have to provide a platform to edify, promote, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hardnett, your host, broadcasting live from the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today happens to be another fabulous Monday. That's right, June 25th. Can you please tell me where the year is going, where the time is escaping us to? Well, you know, I hope you're as excited about your future as I am, because you know as we Say every week, we mean it, we know it. No matter what it might look like to you right now, your future is extremely bright. So please, please know that and act on it. And as always, we are here for you. That's every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you in advance for spreading the good news. Well, as always, we have another great show for you today. And I do have a question to ask you. Now, Do you struggle with energy or find yourself having weight issues or mood swings or problems with sex or sleep or productivity? Are you having problems identifying uh, or even finding a solution to this? Well, our guest today is more than qualified to shed some insight on what might be your challenge. She is none other than the Harvard-trained gynecologist herself, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, affectionately known by her patients as Dr. Sarah, and we are thrilled to have her on our show today. So you know what you need to do right now. You have got to call, text, tweet, Facebook, tell everybody right now to dial 347 838 That's 347-838-9278 Or they can always listen live And you can join us in our chat room At WealthySistersRadio.com That's WealthySistersRadio.com F-I-S-T-A-S Radio.com Join us there in the chat room We want to hear from you We want to see you The lines are getting packed out So you want to tell them again To dial 347-838-9278 And we appreciate you for following us on facebook and twitter under wealthy sisters as well and right here if you logged on to the network and blog talk network you can click follow right there so you can stay in tune with us as well and guess what we are also available on itunes so yes you can download this very show and all of our others that are in the archives i'm telling you some great information there you can download it free on itunes so you know what as i mentioned our special guest today is none other than Dr. Sarah Godfrey. She is phenomenal and I, you know I'm just thrilled to have her on the show. You've got to hear about her background as I mentioned. She is a Harvard graduate as an integrative uh, in, integrative physician, blending alternative medicine with state of the art women's health, she combines 20 plus years of experience in modern science, molecular molecule, uh, biology, and epidemiology, with a deep knowledge of botanicals, bioidentical hormone balancing, yoga, and I always have to get the correct pronunciation of this word, uh, Revita. I know she's gonna say that correctly for me, enabling her to translate complex medical literature into practical advice and offer choices so that she can ultimately teach women how to balance their hormones safely and effectively. Dr. Sarah is also a board-certified gynecologist, and she's been published in peer-reviewed medical journals such as Cosmo, also Glamour also, and Natural Health Magazine and Yoga General. And she is our very special guest today. So we are going to take a short break and come right back. I'm not going to hold you from her any longer, no other than our very special guest today, Dr. Sarah. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant call M. Alexander & Associates, Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Baity Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebaitygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call The Baity Group at 877-264-7699. Well, yes, hello. We're live back on Wealthy Sisters. Welcome, everyone. We see you in the chat room. You on the lines here. Boy, do we have an awesome show for you today. You know, we always believe in taking the holistic point of view, and it is so important to know how our health really affects our productivity. And we know that a lot of you guys, as, as just from the emails, are facing challenges with energy, sometimes memory loss. We just can't put our finger on it, don't know why we can't be as productive as we've always been. Well, our very special guest today, Dr. Sarah Godfrey, can help us with that. So I'm not going to hold her from you any longer. I want to say, Dr. Sarah, welcome to Wealthy Sisters.
3: Thank you, Debra. I'm so happy to be with you and your listeners today.
2: Yes, indeed. And as always, we appreciate you for getting up on the West Coast time there and joining us on the East Coast early time
3: for you. Of course. I think getting up early is really good for your hormones. Oh, wow, we got to talk about that. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Wow, well, you know, here at Wealthy Sisters we're very organic and, um, you know, we're nosy as well. We like to kind of find out what went into the recipe of what we see today. So if you don't mind sharing with us, how did you get started um, in this whole field? You know, what made you want to be a physician? And we're just thrilled that you've been able to combine the alternative route as well. So tell us where you grew up and how you got started.
3: Well, I got started in in an unusual way. I actually had a great-grandmother who was a bit of a radical. She was living in Palo Alto while I was living in suburban Maryland, and she was a whole foodist. She really believed in only eating whole foods and minimizing carbohydrates. She was a serious yogini, and she really believed that you don't find answers to your health problems in the bottom of a pill bottle.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So I grew up with this woman. She she danced at my wedding when she was 96 years old and oh, died wow. peacefully in her sleep at 97. And she really had, you know, she could still stick her foot somewhere behind her head, even in her 90s. And I really saw this picture of health that affected me forever. Yes. And I, I just feel like the way that we look at health right now, especially with the problems women face,
0: mm-hmm.
3: where we tend to offer either a birth control pill or an antidepressant for any problem that a woman has, it just leaves me cold.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we've got
3: to change that. So I, yeah. I actually had pretty much every hormonal problem you could imagine when I was in my 30s, and that's when I really took on hormones and figured out that we need to find another way when it comes to the hormone imbalances that women have
2: mhm 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 and And you know it's we always say here um and it's it's funny you should mention your personal experience because we always say that it's nothing like personal experience that can or or you know out of our misery comes our message or our mission um or even purpose you know, it's nothing like experience that can do that for us. So by you experiencing that, that actually makes you have a better handle on how to share and identify what is going on with so many of us out here.
3: No question, Deborah. I totally agree with that. In fact Mm -hmm. one of my mantras is your mess is your message. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I my mess ten years ago was that I had PMS, I had weight gain I felt so tired most of the time, especially first thing in the morning. I didn't wake up feeling restored. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sleeping the way that I needed to be sleeping, and my sex drive just completely disappeared. And I was 35 years old. I was way too young to feel so old. I felt Mm -hmm. like crap. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly the point you're making, Deborah. which is my mess became my message. The way I climbed out, the way that I balanced my hormones naturally, that became my message.
2: Mhm mhm, mhm, And you know as as we know this um and you've already alluded to it today, the quick fixes are uh hysterectomies uh, <laughs> or um taking some type of pill you, you, but you don't do that, you prescribe leafy greens as opposed to those prescription pills. We've talked about a little bit about what made you shift into that line of work, but can you elaborate more? on why it's important to look at alternatives to the chemicals that uh, we've been driven to take or suggested to take by our physicians.
3: Definitely, and that's such a great question. It really gets to the point of what's so bad about mm-hmm. going to a bottle of pills to deal mm-hmm. with you know, feeling stressed or anxious or depressed. And here's here's the problem. Maybe we could start with some of the issues that women face, especially in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, when it comes to their mood. Mm-hmm. Why don't we take that on first? And, you know, when I say that I prescribe leafy greens, it's a little bit ingest, meaning that I've got a whole three-step protocol that I recommend for find, finding the hormone cure to your problem. Mm-hmm. And leafy greens is just a teeny little part of it. Mm-hmm. But the idea here. If we look at some of the science, just briefly, I promise I won't make this painful,
0: (laughs) (laughs) we know
3: know that 26% of American women are taking a prescription medication for mental health reasons, mostly depression, Mm -hmm. sometimes anxiety, sometimes a mashup of the two. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's outrageous. It's Mm -hmm. not getting to the root cause. It's not getting to the the issues that women are really struggling with, many of them are hormonal. So we're treating hormonal problems with Lexapro and other prescriptions, and I just think that's wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Not only does it not get to the root cause, even more importantly, it doesn't work. So for women, for instance, who have depression, we know that unless it's severe extremely severe, antidepressants don't work. Mm. Not only do they not work, they're worse than placebo. Mm. And here's why. So if you just take on antidepressants, they cause weight gain, they cause stroke, and we just found out last year that they raise your risk of breast and ovarian cancer. Mm
0: -mm. Mm -mm. So
3: this rush that we have that I think is fueled by the pharmaceutical industry This rush that we have toward a prescription fix, it doesn't get to the root cause. Now, if you address the root cause, if you figure out, oh, my gosh, it's my low estrogen that's Mm -hmm. making me so cranky and blue and irritable and hating my husband and not wanting to have sex with him, Mm -hmm. if you address the low estrogen, you're going to get a cure. That's the way to go.
0: Mhm, mhm, mhm.
3: And there are a lot
2: of myths that are out here, um, as you put it. Can you share some of those myths? Because this is kind of like tying into, I guess, what you're saying about even just taking the antidepressants or thinking that it's really depression when it's low estrogen. You're saying
3: exactly. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just I'm giving low estrogen as an example. There's so many other hormonal reasons for women mm-hmm. to not have a good mood. Just mm-hmm. a few of them are low thyroid, and we have an epidemic of low thyroid right now.
2: Really? Another,
3: yes, and it's also associated with weight gain and fatigue. And many women go to their doctors and say, could you please test my thyroid? Mm-hmm. And the doctors look at them and just say, oh, you're just getting older, or you know, maybe uh, they may think that we're looking for some sort of reason for the weight gain that we've had. Mm-hmm. And yet all these women are going undiagnosed with thyroid problems. But let's get to some myths, because I, I love to bust a myth. <laughs> <laughs> so the first myth is related to, it's it's that I don't have to worry about my hormones until I'm 50 plus and in menopause. Okay. okay. And this is a crucial one. The truth is your hormones start to drop in your 20s. Really? Absolutely, and a lot of physicians believe this as well. Many women think, as I did when I was 35, I thought that menopause was some cliff that I was going to fall from, you know, 15, 20 years in the future. It wasn't really something that I thought about, Mm -hmm. even though we know from the basic textbooks that your estrogen and your progesterone start to drop in your 20s. Hmm
2: and is that a part of just just to kind of bring myself and everybody else up on it is that a part of the menopause the perimenopause are you saying that when is the process of our estrogen and um proestrogen dropping
3: well the way that we define perimenopause in the conventional medical manner is to say that it's related to your menstrual cycle. So a lot of women don't okay. start to have symptoms of perimenopause until they're around 35 to 45. Okay. But, but in your 20s you start to have a drop in several several different hormones. One is estrogen. Okay. And usually it's not enough to cause symptoms of perimenopause, like night sweats or Mm -hmm. PMS or that sort of thing, until you're in your 30s. But some of the other hormones that drop, like progesterone, which is your calming hormone, Mm -hmm. and also testosterone, which is your hormone of sex drive and vitality, those you can start to notice. Those you can start to notice in your 20s. And you can start to feel like your sex drive is not what it used to be. Mm Mm-hmm. But when it comes to perimenopause, I really put that in a slightly different camp because perimenopause is more related to your ovaries, and your ovaries make estrogen and progesterone. Okay. And usually the first part of perimenopause is when progesterone starts to drop, and that's where your period gets a little closer together, and then it starts to space out. Mhm. So instead of every 28 days, it might be every 20 four days or 25 days, and then it may be every other month. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And that
3: happens before you have a dramatic drop in your estrogen. So that the main myth here, the main point here, is that I want women to pay attention to their hormones, to have a mental dashboard where they're really thinking about their hormones way before menopause happens. Mm -hmm. so that you have the easiest transition ever, so that you can rock your 30s and 40s hmm 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 Now, it's somebody like
2: myself and and who has never really been uh, affected by uh PMS or, you know, I pride myself on oh, you would never be able to tell if my cycle is on because I am not that type of woman that's moody or what have you, you know. But how do you get how do you get someone like myself to have that mental dashboard or to pay close attention to those signs? Because I noticed as I approached and entered into my 40s, I'll say, that I had to acknowledge um, certain hormonal changes. How how do you get people like myself to to start addressing that or even considering that it could be hormonal?
3: Sure. Well, we know that 80% of women are affected by PMS, before they go through menopause. So you are an outlier. You're in that lucky 20% who doesn't actually have PMS symptoms, and that's great. Uh If you Uh have a partner, they must be very happy. (laughs) But when it comes to some of these other issues, you know, what I would want to know, Deborah, is what are some of the symptoms that you're having? So you said starting in your 40s you notice some hormonal changes. And what I would want to know is using, you know, I have a rigorous, Questionnaire that I use to really identify what hormonal issues are up for you. But okay. are you willing to share some of the symptoms that you have experienced?
2: Oh, well, now I notice. Well, and I could say PMS when when I think PMS, I think the the standard oh, she's in a mood. Watch out somebody. <laughs> you know she's going to cut your head off is that time of the month. That's what I was referring to. I never had the emotional mood swings or anything like that, but as um I approach my 40s, I did notice a little bit more sensitivity uh, around um that time of the month you know where i might be a little bit more sensitive than normal um th- than i normally would have because you know in business <laughs> this is not much place for sensitivity if you're going to be productive but i noticed that more that i might have been more concerned about some things than i normally would have at any other time and and i had to as you say notice the times when that actually occurred. And I just myself said, well, I guess it is a part of me getting older now and experiencing some things with my hormones.
3: So, Deborah, you sound really attuned to me. Noticing Mm -hmm. that sensitivity, especially in the week or 10 days before your period, that is Mm -hmm. high attunement. And it's probably, for you, it may be a small change in your progesterone
0: hmm hmm hmm
3: So the first thing that the ovaries do, sometime between usually 35 and 40, is they don't make as much progesterone. Okay. And progesterone is the hormone that is in this tango dance with estrogen, and when it starts to come down, you can notice more sensitivity, like a little more vulnerability, a little more uh, like a need for more self-regulation. Mm-hmm or more difficulty calming. Um some women feel it uh-huh. as more anxiety.
2: Uh-huh. uh-huh. So it can come
3: up in more subtle ways that may not fall under kind of the traditional PMS rage. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other piece that's really important here is that often when you're a woman on a mission mm-hmm. and I know you you are part of a major revolution with um getting women to really be clear about their mission and to move forward. When you're a woman on a mission, often that drive can start to burn out your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are those cute little glands that sit on top of your kidneys in your Mm mid-back, and they release the stress hormones, especially cortisol. And if you're someone who is, an entrepreneur and working hard and kind of rocking your mission sometimes you can start to see issues around cortisol which then can also affect progesterone
2: okay 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 and it can
3: make your progesterone come down and just to you know one analogy i like to use here because i know this is a lot of terms that um you know some women aren't using every day like i do Mm-hmm. And one of the analogies that I like to use is i I call this the Charlie's angels, and what you want with your Charlie's angels is a set of three hormones, really working on your side, working on your mm-hmm. team, and not mm-hmm. working against you Mhm and those three hormones are cortisol, estrogen, and thyroid.
2: Oh, it's a horm- hormone called thyroid. Okay,
3: okay, okay. Thyroid hormone. And if those uh-huh. are not working on your team, if they're not your allies,
2: uh-huh.
0: often
3: it, it will detract from your ability to rock your mission.
0: Mm, mm, mm. And it wow. can give you
3: that sensitivity that you're describing. Wow. And the other thing that happens with cortisol, the stress hormone, is that If you're someone who's a bit stress-crazed, like I was 10 years ago, I was a working (laughs) mom of two kids, I Uh had this full-time medical practice, and I was out of my mind with stress. I didn't know Uh how to skillfully manage stress.
0: Uh And I had a
3: really high cortisol level, and it led to a couple of things. It led to a muffin top, so Uh all this belly fat that Uh was totally unwelcome. And more seriously, it led to... A problem with my blood sugar. So my blood sugar got unstable because one of the jobs of cortisol is to manage your blood sugar. And if your cortisol is too high because you're stressed,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: it can lead to Mm prediabetes. And just on a a day-to-day basis, it made me crave sugar like you wouldn't believe. Mm
2: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Wow, this is so deep. I mean, because you hear these type of complaints all the time from women, especially our audience who are, um, and we have men as well. I don't want to discount our brothers for tuning in today. (laughs) But, um, you know, we do have quite a few entrepreneurs and very uh, successful professional women who are uh, experiencing muffin tops, like you mentioned. Um, we, We talk often just on the sidelines about weight problems and even the sugar fixes that um, are needed as well what what are some of the other symptoms from that uh, stress I guess if a person is under a lot of stress that cortisol you're saying is it's being lowered does the stress cause that to be reduced or does it cause it to increase and not do what it's supposed to do?
3: yeah good question and i mm-hmm. I could talk about cortisol for hours, so I'll try to keep mm-hmm. it succinct <laughs> <laughs> so cortisol is the main stress hormone and it's it's like the it's like the the person in your family who's just mm-hmm. kind of a head case it just can get out of control
0: mm-hmm.
3: it's as if it's got a d d and sort of problems with uh impulse control
0: so okay. cortisol has
3: a number of different effects it makes you Beyond the sugar cravings, and I think this is the reason why so many women are crazy for chocolate.
2: Okay, okay.
3: So this is what drives those sugar cravings and just feeling like I've got to have a glass of wine, I've got to have my chocolate to make it through the afternoon or evening. So Mm -hmm. other symptoms that it causes um, and what happens on a physiologic level is that your cortisol goes up and it stays up. Okay. So the adrenals are pumping out cortisol to keep up with your stress, and the problem is this was designed to get us out of danger. It was designed thousands of years ago for us to be able to run from a tiger, for instance, or be able to climb a tree. Okay. And now we have this idea that everything's a tiger, you know, like your email inbox is a tiger chasing <laughs> after you. For me, 10 years ago, it was school lunches. School lunches felt like a tiger chasing me every day.
2: Oh, I can so relate. And what to cook for breakfast, and what are we going to do for dinner?
0: Right, yes. grocery
3: shopping would raise my cortisol. So when the cortisol's high and it stays high, and you don't go uh-huh. back to that calm place like we're supposed to,
2: and okay. it just stays
3: high all the time, it also can cause problems with memory. Okay. Because it harms your brain. It basically harms a part of your brain where you have your working memory and a lot of women in their forties start to notice this. They just feel like they're trying to think of that word mid sentence and it's not coming to them.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm and that is mm-hmm.
3: often a cortisol problem. It fries the hippocampus when it's too high and it stays high. Mm. There's another problem, too, with a hormone called pregnenolone, but I'm going to spare you the detail on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It also can cause depression. So a lot of women are treated, again, with antidepressants when their problem is actually cortisol, and their cortisol was never checked. Mm -hmm. Another problem that it causes is sleep. It can really interfere with your sleep. It can make it hard to wind down. You know, I find a lot of women who are in my online courses or in my integrative medicine practice, they get on the Internet maybe after the kids go to bed or they're settling down for the evening, and before they know it, it's midnight, and they have to get up in six hours. Right. And that's often a cortisol problem. So the cortisol gets raised by looking at the light of your computer screen, and it stays high and it's hard to wind down. Or the other sleep problem is that your cortisol can spike too early, and it can wake you up between 1 and 4 a.m.
2: Wow. 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 So that's
3: kind of a snapshot of some of the issues associated with the high cortisol. It can also cause problems with wound healing and recovering from injury. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have about 25 other problems that it causes that I just detailed in my book, The Hormone Cure, that's coming out with yes. Emma Schuster next year. But yes. that's, a, that's yes. a pretty good list right there. Those are the main things. Those are what I would call the signs of stress, the signs ah. of stress that, are, that, are, um, that you're not skillfully managing stress
2: hmm hmm Now, um, just as a side note, I mentioned we do have quite a few gentlemen that listen to our show as well. And I've, I've heard this uh, to be a problem for men not having the opportunity to sleep through the night. So probably, do they have this type of hormone as well? Um, yeah yes. Yeah. Okay, In fact,
3: okay. Yeah, that whole list that I just gave you are signs uh-huh. that men have as well. And just to okay. recap, the signs are, sugar cravings, memory Uh problems, depression, sleep issues, and wound healing, injury healing. So those are Uh all issues that men face as well. The only one that I would say is more a woman's sign of stress is PMS.
2: Okay, okay. Wow. And then then the
3: other important part here is that I feel like the conversation we've been having for the past 20 years about stress is just Mm -hmm. so superficial. It just really does not... Embody it doesn't have the detail that Mm -hmm. we really have in the scientific arena. And when it comes to men, another important piece here, this applies Mm -hmm. to men and women, but men tend to really like metrics. So I just want to give a little metrics idea here. Mm -hmm. When you don't adeptly manage stress, another problem is that it shortens your telomeres, And if you can bear with me for one moment, let me just explain that telomeres are the number one marker, marker from your blood, of aging, of biological aging as as opposed to chronological aging. So for people who are really interested in extending their longevity and extending their lifespan, Uh this is a very important piece. And we learned this... From Elizabeth Blackburn, who's a Nobel laureate, she got the Nobel Prize for her work on telomeres. And what are they? They are the cute little caps on the ends of chromosomes, and they keep your chromosomes from unwinding. Very similar to the caps on shoelaces, the plastic caps oh. that keep shoelaces from unwinding. Okay, that's a great visual. Okay, <laughs> okay. And if you're if you're If you're a stress case like I was 10 years ago and your cortisol is high and it stays high most of the time, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it
3: will shorten your telomeres, and that is not a good thing. That makes you accelerate the aging process.
2: Mm. Now, what would a person do, you know, to – do they go to their doctors and say, hey, I need you to check all of my hormones or uh, the, the cortisol or how, how do they do that and what can they do to – and I know you, you talk about this, in, I'm sure, in your book that we are highly anticipating uh, to come out next year. But, you know, what what are they to do to help prevent this or to – to um, change what's happening in their bodies?
3: Well, there's many things that you can do. And what I usually suggest is this three-step Godfrey protocol that I've developed, and I can explain that in just a moment. But when it comes to working with your doctor, I really think it's important that you have a doctor who's knowledgeable about this and doesn't dismiss your symptoms.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know,
3: we know that 75 to 90% of visits to the doctor are related to stress, and yet I would say there's a huge gap between Mm -hmm. how mainstream doctors deal with stress and what women actually need and Mm -hmm. what men actually need. You know, you go to your doctor and you say you're stressed out and you get offered an antidepressant, and that just doesn't do it. Or you get told, relax more, go to a yoga class, take up meditation. And again, I just don't think that that is satisfying.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I
3: think it's important that you work with a doctor who is collaborative and is really a partner and is willing to do testing for you. And when it comes to checking your hormones, I think it's important to have a doctor who's willing to do that. We do it for women who are having trouble getting pregnant. We do it routinely for women who have repeated miscarriages. Why is it that all of us can't have the hormone testing that we need for checking the hormones that I've mentioned, like cortisol, testosterone, progesterone. Those are all really important in men and women. And then with women, it's also important to look at the estrogen-progesterone balance. Now, in terms of what to do, the way I think about this, because I'm a systems thinker, is that I really think the foundation, the place to start, is with step one of what I call the Gottfried Protocol, which is where you fill in the precursors to the hormones. You fill in the nutritional gaps that you have. And so when it comes to PMS, for instance, vitamin B6, vitamin B1, vitamin B2, those all help you with making mm-hmm. more serotonin and making more of the, the neurotransmitters and the hormones that you need to really feel like your mood is good and stable
1: mm-hmm. and you're
3: not wanting to you know, get a shotgun. In fact, I say sometimes PMS is past my shotgun. So we want to prevent that. We want to prevent that. So step one is is that you really focus on food, how you eat, how you move, and how you supplement.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Step
3: two is herbal therapies, and I could run through a few of them for high cortisol, for instance. And then step three is bioidentical hormones in the lowest doses and for the shortest duration. So that's how I approach it when you have a hormone imbalance. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. So what, what would be
2: some of those herbals uh, and some foods that are good for it?
3: Sure, sure. Well, let's take, for instance, um, if you have a woman with PMS, for instance. Okay. One of the hormone patterns that we see in women with PMS is that they tend to have low progesterone or I don't want to get too complicated here, but sometimes they have okay. something called progesterone resistance. Okay. And when they have progesterone resistance, they can't get that soothing benefit of progesterone because the it's just shut down in the brain. Okay. They also tend to have low serotonin, and serotonin is the brain chemical, the happy, happy, happy brain chemical that helps you with your mood, your sleep, and your appetite. So when it's low, you feel angry, it's hard to sleep, and you want to eat everything. Right. In in fact, we know women with PMS eat about 300% more refined carbs, more sugar than women without PMS. So when it comes to herbal therapies, my favorite treatment here is something called chasteberry, okay. and chasteberry has been used for thousands of years, and it helps you with the progesterone balance in your body. It doesn't just crank up progesterone; it also helps on the receptor level. A receptor is kind of like the the lock on a door to a cell,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: chasteberry helps with the progesterone lock so that you can open the door to the cell and you can get that calming benefit that progesterone has. So chaseberry is a really good example. And then in terms of foods, what we know is that vitamin C raises progesterone, vitamin C, so that's really important. And some of the other foods that are important when it comes to PMS include cutting out the sugar, cutting out the white stuff,
0: Mhm mhm, 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 mhm. And
2: it's when you were talking about that uh chocolate <laughs> that we feel we have to have, why is it such an uh, a need for it when we are experiencing the cycle that yeah,
3: that's, that's an excellent question so
2: mm-hmm.
3: there's a couple of reasons you know what happens with chocolate is that it does two things: it raises your magnesium level, and magnesium okay. is a It's a nutrient in your body that most of us are deficient in, and it also really calms you down. It calms down your brain. It calms down your body. It's why a lot of women who struggle with sleep take magnesium before they go to bed. And we know for women who have PMS, and I'm using PMS kind of broadly here for both physical and emotional symptoms, Mm -hmm. from sensitivity to rage, we know that chocolate also raises serotonin
0: it raises serotonin
3: but it's not the best way to raise serotonin (laughs) it's much better to take a precursor because the sugar that's in chocolate unless you're eating 99% cacao the sugar that's in chocolate will make the pms and make the cortisol situation worse so my preferred way to look at this would be to take magnesium instead of chocolate. the chocolate.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> I know,
3: so sad. But, but here's what happens when you take the magnesium. Number one, it's going to help you with the chocolate cravings. So okay. the magnesium is going to help you bypass those chocolate cravings that might be contributing to some weight gain. And the other problem with chocolate is it has caffeine in it, and that can raise your cortisol further. So if you take magnesium, we know that somewhere somewhere around 80% of the U.S. population is low in magnesium. When you mm-hmm. take magnesium, it's also been shown with the best evidence. And what I mean here is a randomized trial. That's the best evidence that we have. And I really have a high bar in terms of making sure we've got good evidence. Magnesium also prevents bloating, which is so important for women who are premenstrual
0: mm-hmm. and
3: if you're like I was at age thirty
2: five
3: <laughs> I would gain five pounds with my period. I would gain mm-hmm. five pounds a week before my period,
2: mhm, mhm, and magnesium
3: mm-hmm. prevents that
2: okay, so they they should take that like leading up to it, or it should it be something regularly uh in well, the daily I think it should
3: be regular supplement? because it's okay. involved in so many different parts of the crucial biochemistry of your body. So I really think okay. that you should take it all the time. Okay. But for women who are not a big fan of taking supplements every day, I would say it's fine to take it the 10 days before your period or whenever uh. you start to have bloating.
2: Okay. So is that should that be like a capsule or is it like a liquid form what or it doesn't really Matter. Well,
3: however you prefer to take it, a lot of mm-hmm. people will take it as a capsule or a tablet.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, for instance, take a a tablet and you have to be careful about the dose because if you get too much of it, it can cause a loose stool. Okay. And I generally take somewhere between about 200 and 400 milligrams a day.
0: But okay. if you take
3: that and it causes a loose stool, you'd want to back off. You'd want to listen to your body and say, Oh, maybe my magnesium's not so bad if I have a loose stool when I take two hundred milligrams.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Wow, this is just some powerful information that really um can affect everything that we do on a daily basis. How we function, how we operate and and our productivity uh, as well. Have you found this to be, or some success stories for some of your clients, like like our audience, who are professionals, who maybe was able to say, once I began to pay attention to my hormones, I was able to, you know, increase my productivity or what have you.
3: Definitely. So I have. I've seen 20,000 women in the past 20 years. and Wow. And you I look
2: so young, by the way. We can't <laughs> believe you. I really think you're trying to trick us. You look well, great. Well, Deborah,
3: <laughs> another important point there is I listed some of those problems when your cortisol is high. And when your right. cortisol is high, it also causes wrinkles.
2: Okay, <laughs>
3: because it makes it the collagen, which is the main thing that kind of holds your skin up and makes it really uh-huh. firm,
2: uh-huh.
0: it makes you
3: have wrinkles if your cortisol's high. So I've figured out how to fix my cortisol. I now have had a normal cortisol for years and years, <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I think my skin looks good. That and the kale, I love kale. okay, but going to <laughs> your question about success stories. Yes. You know, I I don't think that I would have a waiting list of six months unless I had a lot of success stories, but let me just Uh. share um, a couple with you. I'll start with a woman who is a designer who Mm -hmm. lives here in the Bay Area. She lives about mm, 50 miles away from me, and she came to me at age 51 saying to me, Dr. Sarah, I just feel flat. Mm. I feel flat Sensually, my mood is flat, my sex drive is flat, and this is not who I am. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I'm at home in my body right now.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What
3: can you do for me? So we did a full history and physical, and we discovered with some laboratory testing that she was really low in both estrogen and progesterone. She was also low in thyroid hormone even though she had been treated with a thyroid medication for 20 years.
2: Oh my goodness. Wow. So out of
3: those out of those Charlie's angels, cortisol, thyroid, estrogen, she had a problem with two of her angels working against her. And we started her on some different treatments. I started her on some bioidentical estrogen, and progesterone. We also filled in the precursors so that she had plenty of serotonin, including a supplement called Mm 5-HTP, and fish oil. And then we also added just a tiny little dose of thyroid medication called T3, and that's really the thyroid medication that gives you power. It's the active thyroid hormone. And within six weeks, she came to me and said, Transformation transformation the small tweaks that you made dr sarah have made me feel totally alive again totally alive and she lost about 12 pounds without changing what she was eating at all probably related to the thyroid and here's the part that i thought was the most interesting she said you know the way i felt before i came to see you the way that i felt so flat
0: Mm -hmm.
3: i thought it was a moral failing. Like I, I thought that there was something wrong with me. I never considered that it could be biology, that it could be wow. Like hormones. Wow, wow. So yeah, that was because
2: she was aha. thinking it. She was, she was, when you said she said a moral uh, failing, was she associating it with, you know, something in, in a belief system or what she needs to do or to be more of this or more of that?
3: Yes, for sure. You know, I think wow. part of her psychology is that she she will go to a place of assuming that there's something that she's doing wrong or some right. way that she's falling short. Oh, wow. When she doesn't feel like she's at high performance, when she feels like she's not, you know, being who she wants to be in the world. Whereas the problem was really biology. You need to have these hormones in place. You want them all working on your team to really feel like you're living the fullest life that you can.
2: I don't know if everybody heard you, but I know for me that could be so liberating, um, especially if, uh, you know, you, you are a person that is driven and especially today with a lot of people who have um experienced a lot of challenges maybe have we have a lot of people in our network who've had to reinvent themselves because of the economy they were flourishing at one point and now you know it's something different and a lot of times we do feel that it's something that we are just not doing it has to be i'm that right there is 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 a wow that is a great point that you just made.
3: Well, I think it's very important for those of us who really want to perform at a high level.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm not saying this in in the service of, you know, making a lot of money. I mean, certainly that's a nice thing, but right, I'm saying right. it more from a divine perspective, more mm-hmm. from a, a service perspective, mm-hmm. that we cannot be... We cannot be stepping into our calling, into our sacred duty, and serving the world the way that we want unless our hormones are really our allies. Mm. It's crucial. Mm. And for those of you who are listening who feel like you're falling short in some way, check your hormones. It may be as simple as a few small changes to get you into that right action, to really feel like this one precious life that you have is something Mm -hmm. that you are fully engaged with wow 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 That, that so
2: tell us now we're excited about your book that you have coming out you know um the hormone cure secrets of a harvard gynecologist tell us more about this book and when can we expect to get it and how can we get in contact with you to actually get your book and learn more about your webinars and the 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 I guess the digital prescriptions that you offer as well.
3: Sure, sure. Well, the easiest way to find out about my book would be to come to my website. Am I mm-hmm. can, is it all right if I mention my website? Please, 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 all your contact information. Yes, we we
2: want people to get in contact with you right away um to because this is some powerful information that you're sharing.
3: Well, absolutely. And you know, one of the things I I do is I I also teach yoga and I find mm-hmm. that yoga is one of the best methods to really get your hormones in balance and it's mm-hmm. free. So one option would be for people to go to my website, which is saragotfriedmd.com forward slash menopause dash free. And okay. if you if you go to that site, you will get information on yoga. I've got a yoga video that's very short; it's only 11 minutes that can show you how to deal with some of these symptoms. Mm -hmm. So I'll just give that to you again, sarahgottfriedmd.com forward slash menopause dash free. Now, you can learn more about my book that way. Another way is just to go to sarahgottfriedmd.com and to sign up for a course that I have, a free four-part video course which teaches you more about your hormones, way more than what we have time for today. And that would be another way to do it. My book is coming out in March 2013 with Simon & Schuster. It's called The Hormone Cure, and it's all about reclaiming the energy, the sex drive, the sleep that you always wanted and maybe have lost touch with. Wow.
2: Wow. This is this is great. This is great. We're going to take a short break, and we do have the lines are packed out. Do you mind if someone has a question maybe taken, if we have time to take one or two questions?
3: Sure. I'm happy to do um, that.
2: Uh, and as well, we see you in the chat room. If you guys have any questions you'd like to ask, if you just tuned in, we have none other than Dr. Sarah, who has just been sharing some powerful information, I mean, just life-changing information. When we talk about our productivity, we talk about mental clarity, our energy level, this really could all be hormonal. Wow. So please, please, let everybody know you can catch this show. If you just tune in, you can as soon as we finish, it'll be available uh, at the the website here. The link that you just logged on to or you can simply go to com. but if you've got a question dial 347-838-9278 press 1 on the phone so that we know that you have a question that'll let your hand up there and if you're in the chat room as well you can also uh, post your question there we're going to take a short break and be right back with our special guest today dr sarah stay tuned
1: Hi there, this is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx.
2: Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. We are live back on Wealthy Sisters. Just a few minutes left in the show. This has been, I'm telling you, if you just tuned in, you want to download this show. I have just been blown away by the information that our very special guest, Dr. Sarah Godfrey, has shared with us regarding hormones. Not just regarding women, but men as well. So you can catch this show and all of our others at Wealthy Sisters Radio. And yes, again, we are available on iTunes that's free. And Dr. Sarah, please give your website again so um, we can find you there. And are you on Facebook and Twitter so people can connect and stay connected with you?
3: Absolutely, yes. So you can go to my website, which is saragottfriedmd.com. I'll spell it for you. Mm-hmm. S-A-R-A-G-O-T-T-F. R I E D M D dot com. And you can link to me there to Facebook and to Twitter. And uh yes, yeah, so that that's the way to be in touch with me. I, I interact with a lot of people on Facebook and Twitter. That's a great way to ask questions if you don't get your question answered today, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know
2: you you said you have a six-month-plus, which I have no surprise, waiting list. So if we have people there on the West Coast, you're in the Bay Area, if they want to be able to call up and come see you in person?
3: Well, they definitely could do that. We've got a wait list for people six months from now. Another way to work with me is to do some of my online courses. So I have a Mm -hmm. number of online courses available at com. And that's a way to get the same content without the price tag. It's much less expensive than uh-huh. working with me. And I also have women who coach with me. If you want to do that one-on-one, that's another option. You can do that from anywhere in the world.
2: Wow, that's great. And do you ever travel? Do you come to someone's city to do a presentation as well?
3: I do. I travel a lot. I give mm-hmm. speeches around the world. And I've got quite a busy book tour coming up. And Mm -hmm. I also teach yoga hormone balancing workshops. I do that also around the world.
2: Wow, wow. Well, we have just been thrilled to have you on our show today. And I know we just have a few moments left, um, and we kind of talked about Several things. I mean, so much. As I say, our show is very organic, so we appreciate you for for flowing with us today. One of the myths that you mentioned was the fact that um, a lot of times we think our hormones are not um, affecting us um, until our fifties, but you said no. You know, we actually begin to have a hormonal reduction in our twenties. Are there any other myths that you want to share with us that our listeners might need to? pay close attention to with with the three minutes left in our show?
3: Sure. I think another important one
2: Mm -hmm.
0: is that
3: a lot of women feel like their sex drive goes down as they get older. And the myth is I'm getting older. It's normal to lose my sex drive. Fine. Let's close the shop. Time Mm -hmm. for retirement. Okay. And the truth is that this is your choice. You really have a choice about what to do with your sex drive as you get older because 70% of low sex drive is hormonal. Uh And that means for women who really find that their sex drive is low, maybe because their cortisol hijacked it or their estrogen progesterone is totally out of balance and that can be high estrogen or low estrogen. So any of those things, including thyroid, any of those Charlie's Angels can hijack your sex drive. And it's a simple matter of looking at what's going on with your hormones and correcting it so that you can have the sex drive that you want. And I'm not saying everyone needs to have high sex drive. I'm just saying it's your choice to make a decision about what you want to do with sex as you get older
2: hmm 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 Somebody in the background just said, well, I'm saying that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, a lot of
3: women notice it. You know, I mm-hmm. think it's a very important piece, and it's very common in relationships, in marriages, you know, whether that's uh, heterosexual or same-sex couples. They mm-hmm. notice that there's a high libido partner attracted to a low libido partner, and there are perfectly natural reasons for low sex drive and I just think it's important to approach it with curiosity and wonder and not to blame the low sex partner. Right, right.
2: Wow. Well, as you know, you've shared on the entire show today that a lot of things that we have uh experienced uh, you know from the depression, from the low sex drive, the low energy, the memory loss, you know, there's right the common theme is to you know take a quick pill or what have you when we need to really really examine um the hormonal issue so as i mentioned we are thrilled uh, for you about your book coming out and look forward to seeing that we'd have to have you back on the show around that time i know you're going to be busy promoting the book and we'd like to be included in that as well because what you've shared today really is is life changing and uh, we just, again, want to thank you for being our very, very special guest today, Dr. Sarah.
3: Thank you, Deborah. I would love to come back and be with you again. I, I would have to say exactly the same to you. I feel like the work you do in the world is life-changing. Thank you.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much. And, again, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. Please go find Dr. Sarah Gottfried on Facebook and Twitter. You can go to her website, it's SarahGottfriedMD.com and make sure you take advantage of those webinars and all the information that she has uh, there as well so once again we're going to have another powerful show for you next week and we appreciate you for tuning in as always we wish you and yours the best of everything great continue to have a super day and we will see you next week bye now
1: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnet, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com.